0: This is Live Mike. Is Live Mike. Check one, two. with Lee Sperry from Utah's Capitol Hill to your schools, taxes, and all the breaking news. Hear it on Live Mike with Lee Sperry on KSL News Radio. Welcome back KSL News Radio. So glad to have you with us today. It's a beautiful day in Utah. Morgan, Lion Cotty?
2: It is a beautiful day. We wish it was a less smoky.
0: Yes, that is right. Yes. But, but it's all right, because we're going to be indoors watching the Utah Jazz anyway. Got to win. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so this is an, a very important anniversary, Morgan, uh, for us as a country, and even longer for the state of Utah. Uh, and we're so happy to have our next guest to talk about this anniversary. We have Catherine Kitterman from Better Days 2020. Catherine, thank you for joining us.
3: Thanks for having me.
0: All right. What is it? What's the 100th anniversary in the United States?
3: Yeah, this week is the centennial of the 19th Amendment, which was a legislation that expanded women's right to vote across the country. This year is also the 150th anniversary of Utah Women's First votes back in 1870 and the 55th anniversary of the Voting Rights Act in 1965 that expanded protections for voting rights for people of color.
2: You know what? That's a lot. Sorry. It t- it, like I had to pause just because this is so significant. And it also tapped into one of the things that I've loved that Better Days 2020 has done is that you've had this very expansive view of how to celebrate this. And the focus, in a lot of ways, has been hard won, not done. Can you tell us the significance of that and how, how your group has just worked to make sure you're, you're highlighting the achievements of so many different women and so many different voices?
3: Absolutely. And it's one of the things that we're proud about here in Utah is that women here in our state were the first to cast their ballots under an equal suffrage law back in 1870. And that was 50 years before a constitutional amendment was passed that recognized women's right to vote. But one of the interesting things about that history and about the way social change happens in our country is there are steps forward and there are steps back and they don't always include everybody in that legislation. So as we as a nonprofit, we're working to share this history, help Utah celebrate and commemorate the anniversaries of Utah women's first votes and the 19th Amendment. We also wanted to make sure that we include the recognition that these steps forward didn't always include all women and that women right here in Utah and nationwide continue to work and fight for the vote. And I think that's important because we want to recognize that part of the story, but also we realize that there's work to do today in our own communities to further the cause of equality and justice.
0: Well, that's certainly the case. And uh, this is such a good conversation to be having on these anniversaries right now. Of course, as you mentioned, Utah was the the first state uh, where women voted in the United States. And uh, we have a new statue, in fact, uh, of the first elected state senator. This is Martha Hughes Cannon. Maybe talk about uh, your efforts there and how significant it is that we are not only commemorating this, but how essential it is that we don't forget.
3: Absolutely. When we look around us in sculptures, in building names, in our built environment, we see reflections of what we value as a society. And so it's really important to represent women and women's accomplishments um, in that visual language that we use to tell our kids and our and our society what's important. So Better Days 2020 was behind um, the effort to send Martha Hughes Cannon to the U.S. Capitol. Every state gets two statues to send of people from their state and can switch them out from time to time. And we're excited that she'll be heading there um, at some point when, when things are open again and, and really, really pleased that that will commemorate Utah's leadership and women's rights movements. And there's also a new sculpture that's open today on council hall grounds. That's, on Capitol Hill, the building just south of the, of the state capitol. And that one isn't a sculpture of any particular woman, but it represents the movement and the, the steps forward that were taken by Utah women to expand voting rights across the country. And I think it's a really beautiful place to come and sit and remember and reflect on the people who've come before and what there is to do still.
2: And can people go to Council Hall just across the street from the Capitol right now to look at that?
3: They can. We're holding a public open house today and tomorrow from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m., and it'll be up for for decades to come if you can't make that time.
2: And I have to ask, because I'm curious, do you know where in the U.S. Capitol Martha Hughes Cannon will be?
3: It depends on the architect of the Capitol, and those decisions will have to come in future days when the Capitol is open. But I would love to see her in a prominent position.
2: Yeah, we hope she's somewhere really good. Well, you've taken all these okay. steps to have these permanent markers and, you know, these big, large-scale celebrations. I know you're doing a lot also in schools, and you you really have this broad um, way that where you're trying to popularize women's history for our state. Can you talk about maybe some of the fun things you've done with school-age kids or um, getting this into the classroom?
3: Absolutely. We have a Utah Heritage Campaign where we sent kids to classrooms and schools across the state especially focusing on Utah studies classrooms and U.S. history classes so people would be able to learn more about women right here in Utah who played a part in important decisions and happenings in our state history and in the nation's history. And those school kits included one of my favorite things that we've done as an organization, which is a series of 50 illustrations by local artist Brooke Smart. We chose uh, we worked with community leaders across the state to choose women to represent their communities. And Brooke worked with their family members and historians and, and descendants to represent them in their work in a in a beautiful way. These illustrations are colorful, they're vibrant, and they tell the stories of these women in, in ways that I think sometimes photographs miss out on. So We've enjoyed sharing those with school kids. We've done a lot of programs and educational resources, and we have a lot available on our website at utowomenshistory.org.
2: And I will admit, I'm a fan of those. I have used the coloring pages in my kids' preschool classes, and I used the cards um, for this fun trivia game I did with my son's fourth grade class. And at the end of it, I told the teacher, I said, hey, I don't think I'm going to use these. Do you want them? And she was so excited, and she said yes, because we do an icons uh, assignment with the student, and I'm always looking for great new visuals for my students. So those are going to be put to good use it in West Bountiful Elementary.
0: Absolutely right. Speaking of the visuals, uh, every once in a while I see uh, one of those great license plates, the first to vote license plates. Uh, Maybe you can talk about that a little bit too, because that's something you can can get uh, if you want to order those also, right?
3: Absolutely. And we hope everyone will take advantage of it. You don't even have to go into the DMV. If you go online, you can order that first to vote license plate for $20, and they'll ship it to your door. And it's a fun way to represent Utah's leadership.
0: Yeah. Well, Catherine, uh, speaking of Utah's leadership there too. So there's these great historical moments that we just must remember the history that we must remember. A lot of this translates into something that Morgan and I work on a lot here at the Hinckley Institute of Politics was getting more women involved in politics. And part of that involvement is a critical understanding of that history and why we need more women in politics. Talk about that a little bit in terms of that connection.
3: Yeah. As a historian of suffrage, I think a lot about the reasons why women a century ago, 50 years ago, 150 years ago, wanted the right to vote. Why they said that they should be part of that political process and the decision-making process in our government. And there are so many reasons. Um, But one of the main things that these women were pushing for with the right to vote was that they wanted to make positive change in our society. There were policies that they cared about clean air, water, education, health, um, maternal and infant health, so many things that they wanted to do. And they needed power, uh, both politically in their, in their vote and in their representation to do that. And I, I believe that the history of our country really shows that, that when more people are included at the table, when more perspectives are represented in those rooms where decisions are made, that we come out with better outcomes. And hopefully when we look back and we see some of the sacrifices and the and the, the changes that women pushed for in the past that can inspire us to, to do our own part today, to dig in and think about what we'd like to change and, and work to make that happen.
2: So, Catherine, what's next? The name Better Days 2020 implies that you're really focused on this year. What, what's next for Better Days 2020 and for your efforts?
3: We'll be pivoting a little bit. We'll continue to share women's history on our social media accounts at BetterDays2020. So you can follow us along there, and we'll continue to partner with organizations across the state who are finding and sharing more stories of the leading women in our state so we can all learn from their example and be inspired by their actions.
0: Well, we're thrilled about that, Catherine. We're so grateful for all you're doing. Uh, on this just this important I- issue and of course this anniversary is something we should all spend some time thinking about because it is important important part of our history but it's also a part of our path forward so thank you all for all that you are doing and your great efforts so far
1: thank you